This episode of the podcast brought to you by Eat Local Pizza. Call now, 767-0000. Put that in there. Speed dial it up, 767-0000. That's Eat Local Pizza, the best pizza in Thunder Bay. If you don't know how to build your pizza, that's fine. They know how to do it. They have those 12 pizzas, the best of the best. Eat Local Pizza, they eat local classic pizzas. Yes, one of them is the George Market Sausage Pizza, extra large rosemary cream sauce, thick cut mushrooms, roasted red peppers, balsamic glaze, and pizza sausage. That's it. That's all. Eat local pizza. 767-0000. Call now or order online at www.eatlocalpizzapios.com. With that said, this is a Michaelated Unplugged episode 154. Very special guest tonight here with me on the Michaelated. We got, please give it up, folks, to Jordan Weaver. Let's blast this. Ooh, how you doing? Good, thanks, man. I love that intro. It was it, nice. Yeah. That was smooth. I... I get quite excited all the time. Oh, I understand. Mm. And I, I look at your biceps and I look at your tattoo and I'm like, yes, you are the guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you got the guy that closely resembles Cameron Haynes in his 20s. Oh, you're a big Cam Haynes fan, yeah? I like what he stands for. You enjoy the running side of things? I do enjoy the motivation. The mm. running is unbelievable. And then, and, and you know, I started to look more and more into it. And he he runs at lunchtime. I run at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's other people who don't eat at lunchtime. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a marathon guy, right? Like a marathon a day? That's him? Supposedly, yes. Yeah. Yes. But if he runs like 10 miles, that's 16 clicks. Mm-hmm. And then I guess he runs at the in the evening again. He like splits up between his day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he does that. I mean, that's a lot on his knees. He's in, he's not he's not not a young guy is he? He's like in his fifties now. Fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah, that's kind of impressive still. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know how it exactly works, but if you are like not super active when you're first really young, mm-hmm. like look at the soccer player. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the topic of the day. <laughs> you know, a talent starts playing very early, yeah. six maybe, yeah. five, four, and then professionally amateurs. Mm-hmm. And then you play till 35, 36, and then you're pretty much done. Counter to that, Artis Adariz, who played for Atletico Bilbao, mm. he hit his prime at like 35 years old. Right. He was a reserve guy for a long time. Yes. And that's, that's interesting. Yes. I, I believe like if you don't, if you are able to perform good, but you don't push it to the limit, mm. because those guys don't get days off anymore. Eh? No. Well, it's miles on the clock, isn't it? And if you play when you're, if you're playing competitive when you're 15, like hard men's football, 16, 17, 18, every single week, Monday yeah. or Sunday, Tuesday, it adds up. Yeah, they don't get the summer stuff anymore either because then mm-hmm. they have the Worlds or the Euros. Yep. Then the Champions League, mm-hmm. the higher you play, the more you play too. Well, even the lower leagues too, they're playing Saturday, Tuesday every week. They do now? Yeah, a lot of the time. Like they have every maybe once every three weeks, they get a uh, midweek game off. Those are the British weeks. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how we call them. Mm-hmm. We just have them sometimes. We we usually have like Friday Saturday games. You mean in Bundesliga? Yeah, 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 in the Bundesliga. And then you know, the odd week they squeeze in a Tuesday, or Wednesday. The, the midweek games are the best. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. Under the floodlights. Oh, why? Is it because you it's missed the atmosphere? Day? It's just the atmosphere is different. Ah, everyone's just finished work. 
Mm-hmm. Especially in a city like Dortmund. Okay. You know? Like yeah. it's a hard working blue collar city. Yeah. Gonna watch their team play. Mm-hmm. Atmosphere's there, the crowd's there. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I went once or twice when I left there and I knew a lot of people who had those cards that were like the yearly card. Mm, the they, season ticket. Yes, mm-hmm. the season tickets. You know how those and I admire those people. It takes a lot out of your day. It does. I mean, yeah, I had a season ticket at Watford and we never, I mean, I never lived in Watford for a long period of that time. And we'd drive, it wasn't terrible, it was a couple of hours each way, but, mm. you know, it's a whole day. You're spending your whole day doing that, so. Yeah, because game is at 3.30? 3 o'clock, yeah. Oh, 3, okay. And then 90 minutes plus halftime? Yeah. Yeah. It's worth But, it, though. Oh, that atmosphere is like no other. Yeah. You don't get that anywhere in North America. Yeah. The British atmosphere? Yeah. And that's the home games too. The away games, like they're even, I mean, for atmosphere, like if you go to the away games, that's where you want to be. Yeah, though you bring that along. Mm-hmm. The singing is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time. It's goosebumps, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And the drums banging. Yeah, yeah. The songs and telling the ref he's a wanker. You have to. You got to let him know. <laughs> telling the keeper you slept with his wife the night before. <laughs> Don't do that against Millwall, though, for those listening. Yeah. Life lesson. That is, the, Yeah, that's the team not to do it against. Yeah, that did that. <laughs> did that, that in the standing room section. They don't take to that kindly. No. no. The home fans loved it, though. Oh, that's a soccer soccer story? Yeah. Wow. It's my first ever game yeah. in, in England. That's a Millwall. baptism of fire. Yeah, Millwall and Peterborough. Mm. Who did you cheer for? Uh, Peterborough, because I was living there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who would cheer, your friends cheer for? Uh, I didn't have friends, because I... <laughs> Because I, I got to Peterborough like four days before, and that like that was right when the season started. So that was the first game, Millwall. Didn't really know much about Millwall, but I sure certainly do now. You learned quick. Yeah. Yeah. They are violent. They are violent, yeah. Yeah. That's like hooligans, right? Have Is you that seen, what it says? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. Green Street, the film Green Street? Mm. It's about Millwall, West Ham. They're two big rivals and okay. yeah, that kind of East London rivalry. Uh, They're known as being like a very kind of like, they're stuck in the 80s still. It's like Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. Everyone talks about it. Mm-hmm. The opposite. Yeah. We went to the um, end of season 34th game in the Bundesliga. It was Dortmund against Munich. And whoever would win would win the champion. Oh, yeah. All right. So high, high tension, lots of drama. And, you know, we were in... We were in Dortmund, and they were playing. Uh, actually, they were playing um, another team. I apologize. They're playing Bremen, and they were like good when I left Germany. And we put and we had the license plate was a different one. It was like Hansestadt Bremen, which was the city they played against. Mm-hmm. And if they would lose against them, then they they wouldn't get the championship. Oh. So we put the BVB scarf in the back of the car just to be safe because you know if if not then they see their license plate and that's it you're done your car is gone <laughs> <laughs> or on fire yeah yeah they smack a window whatever it happens did Dortmund win yeah they did actually yeah yeah they won the league Marco Royce is Jürgen Klopp time mm, is before that it was before that was it still under Otto The the uh, what was his name the so old like guy early two thousands mm-hmm. okay and then he went to Munich mm-hmm. but now Jurgen Klopp is the, the he was I like his personality man. he fit Dortmund well F- fuck I like how he talks I like how he protects his players mm-hmm. and I like how he 
he's just like this barrier in front of his team and you know he stands up for his team yeah i mean i feel like liverpool are very similar to dortmund as well mm. they're two they're parallel cities he suits both clubs oh, okay you think it's similar my impression is it's similar mm. there's history both both have that same requirement from the team okay. working class town cities yeah very like bubble like you know like when a city's built around the football team mm. that's their that's their outlet yeah two kind of similar yeah it's like a major part of the community yeah mm-hmm. i guess i can see that and you know he 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 turned it around that quickly he i don't know how many years exactly but he he did it he mm-hmm. brought it home everything yeah champions league and then premier league, yeah. the premier league it's like holy shit did well and that for like an outside coach is not so often right especially from germany too yeah it's good to see in britain mm. like, there was not many german coach in britain no it's a tough sell mm-hmm. why is that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no i i understand so i i'm amazed and i'm still amazed he's still there you know yeah that he has that drive to come continue yeah well you gotta replicate it i guess i think with them there was such a long period between between titles there's more of a motivation to prove that it's sustainable okay back it up yeah there's always more right you do something once nice and then the next day you have to do better it can't be but when you can't do better like when winning the league again that's always a problem with you know them teams you have to replicate that intensity to win the league Mm -hmm. the same task the next year I I understand. On the personal training level and with yourself and with motivation and goals, how do you how do you start your day? Is it like always a reset? Uh yeah, but I think you always have something in mind of what you're trying to achieve. If it's a longer goal, mm. if each day has a little mini goal along the way, then you kind of find it from there, I think. Okay. Rather than having just one main goal every day, I think it's just working towards it. Knowing you're kind of chipping something off and, along the way. Yes. So a goal is important for you. I think having an objective is, yeah. Yeah. I, I train, all, I wouldn't say a lot, but I train because it, it's, it feels good for me. And, you know, if I don't do it, I don't feel complete. Mm-hmm. I don't need motivation for it, but because it makes me complete. Yeah. Are you the same way? Yeah, I think you get to, a, I think anyone that trains semi-regularly gets to a point where you have to, training is to make yourself feel normal, uh-huh. you know? If you wake up and you don't train, just feel bad. Mm-hmm. Or if you know that you haven't trained, you can, I mean, I'm not saying don't have rest days, but when you know you should be at the gym or you should be doing something and you don't go, yeah. you feel bad for it. So, Yeah, Cameron Haynes says no rest days. Yeah, I don't know. I don't ever believe in that. No way. Well, I think it depends what you do. Mm. He's a he's a freak. He, not everyone can run like he does every day and not have a rest day. Yeah, David Goggins can. How are his knees? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can for now. Mm. Is he going to win at 60? He yeah. could. I don't know. Oh, he's still going to try, though. He'll try until his legs are bones. But yeah. he's, yeah. Mm. You got to be realistic, too, I think. See, I rotate it. Like, I run, and then I run. And then if, if I feel like, oh, I feel a little bit, then I bike. Yeah. And then the next day I would bike, right? And then I can I can come back to running the following day. Like I get someone like David Goggins, that grit kind of, you know, mentality, that power mm-hmm. through it. It works to an extent, but it catches up with you at some point. Oh, like you can't, you can't do it forever. If you listen to your body a little bit and you are making adaptations and mm-hmm. you have to be smart with your training, I think. The older you get, especially. Yeah. But then again, I feel like, the importance of when you don't do as much when you're younger, it makes a difference. Yeah. You know, you 
Maybe. I don't know. The sign says the body gets used up, I guess. Is that what it says? Well, I mean, if you're wearing away. I mean, for example, you talk about someone running on their knees. Yeah. That's a, that's a time thing. If you're putting those miles on the clock, then it doesn't matter when you start. If you put those miles on, it's going to deteriorate eventually. Okay. But you can, you can accommodate. You can do things to, to help. But I would say that if you're running every single day that far, it's not optimal. I guess so. But how do people run like 100 miles of races? You know, there was the one that was just completed around Mont Tremblant. Mm. No, Mont whatever. And there, there was this one lady, and she did it, and she like they were on the, she was on the podium, and there was guys too, whatever. But it's just like, how do you run a hundred miles? Yeah, and that's unbelievable. That's a hundred sixty clicks. Mm -hmm. But it's doing that every day is the thing. Not that anyone anyone does, but if you're running that consistently, mm -hmm. if you're just adding those miles over time, you know, if you don't mix it up, you don't change things, you don't compensate for it, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna burn yourself out. So Especially if it's like concrete, and that's well, all you're running on. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but he has those fancy running shoes, those trail shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Under armor, right? I don't know. They do it. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, let's check in with these guys in 20 years' time. See where they're at. You look at, for example, you look at... Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, look at him. But there's also, but we're also talking about genetic freaks. Okay. Is everyone able to do that? Probably not. No, probably not. No. Oh. But... I mean, you look at some of these guys in the NFL running backs, you look at them 20 years after they retired. They're done. It's not good. Yeah. Not good. I listened to that podcast with this bodybuilder who was like the overlord of champions. And you know, now he has like a metal back and mm -hmm. constant pain. And mm -hmm. it's just like he broke his body. Yeah. You pay a price. Yeah. Yeah. But look, it depends what your goals are. If you're, if you're an athlete, you're competing for that. If you want to run one of those 100 mile marathons in a day mm. and that's your goal, then... You know, you balance that, you weigh that up, and it might be worth it to you. I kind of want to do that. <laughs> then they have the, is it the Moab, is it called? Is the one that's called the Moab? Is that what Cam Haynes runs? Uh, yeah, he does that. I think that's the one in the desert, isn't it? Is it the desert? Okay. Yeah, the desert, I don't know. But they did just, I think her name is Donna. Is it Donna? No. <laughs> that's a tough one. 100 miles is a lot. Yeah. Especially just consecutively, no rest. Yeah. It sounds a lot saying it. Let alone when you're into mile two and you're thinking, okay. Yeah. And like <laughs> the preparation that goes into that too, like, oh, I got to make sure I have enough salt with yeah. me. Yeah. They sleep too, probably. How, how David Goggins doesn't sleep. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> That's my, my benchmark for ultra marathon runners is David Goggins. Really? That's a high benchmark, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. an extreme sport. That's true. Mm. I feel like there's, you know... It's good that we have those personalities that highlight what they do, but there's also people who don't talk about what they do and they perform yeah. on the same level. Yeah, that is true. They've got they've got a purpose as a motivator, like they yeah. they do fit that role well. Mm -hmm. Them guys, I think, but you know, it's hard to replicate that intensity. So you don't work out every day. Um, or I have off days, but I schedule off days, and I'm always doing something. Yes. Um, but I think you've got to be smart, and I played a lot of my time training up in playing sport at the same time so mm. rest days are important and recovery days yeah you feel it right yeah i mean if you don't if you don't take care of your body in those situations i played soccer but like football but i also played american football too yeah I saw and that. that's a violent sport so it is. if you're not taking those days to recover and do the right things it might mean you know some yoga some stretching mm. some foam rolling you're still yeah. doing something i seen you on that foam roller yeah you gotta get on the foam roller yeah it's good. those are those are helpful right oh yeah mm. Especially if you're running a lot, 
yeah you gotta be mm. you gotta be on top of that stuff i know right because you wake up some mornings and you feel a little tight and things get a little harder as you, as you get a little older <laughs> yeah cameron haynes says he doesn't stretch i can't he probably doesn't it probably doesn't no. but he's one of those guys not everyone's that not everyone's cam haynes mm-hmm. yes that's genetics i guess again yeah yeah well i mean he's never been injured either from what i've seen from what i've heard people say he's never been injured True. Mm, I, you know, I listened to one of the recent ones of Joe Rogan, and they sat down together, and he said he just doesn't show. He, yeah. you know, he knows he feels something, but he does. He if you tear an ACL, if you like, if you're yeah. really injured, you can't do it. Yeah. No, that's the problem. You encourage that, which I think you can aspire to be that sort of in, have that intensity and that kind of application to your activity. Mm. But if you face an actual injury. And, you know, maybe that's not the best route, especially afterwards. I know. Recovery takes a long time. And it sometimes it's years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, if, you're, if you're training hard, then you've got, to be, you've got to be mindful of that, I think. I, I oh, agree. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so easy to, it's actually so easy to get hurt. And you take so much away if you can't train, if it's such a big day, thing of your day. Have you ever been hurt like that? Yeah. I, did, I had a plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Killer. It, that that sort of injury just grinds on you too. It's like forever. Yeah. It took me a year and a half, mm-hmm. and it's just like I do, I started physio on it, but I think it was too early, so I aggravated it further. But that's just my personal opinion, so don't judge that. But I mean, like, and then for me, the best was just to rest, rest, rest. Yeah, well, there's different forms depending on the injury, right? But mm-hmm. Sometimes you need active recovery. Sometimes it needs to be rested. But yeah, I need it just to do nothing. Yeah, on on that particular injury, it's a tough one. Wow. Yeah. And then even biking, I couldn't do biking either. Any pressure on your foot? I mean, I played, <laughs> I played a lot of uh, playing playing American football. Some of those linemen, you know, they weigh three hundred plus pounds. A lot of weight's going for that. Plantar fasciitis is just there. They all have it. They all have it. Well, because they're pushing through that that wow. body weight's going for their feet, and they're you know them guys shouldn't be. They're not built to sprint, mm. but sometimes they are. Yeah, and, they have to. Yeah, it's a lot of force going through that foot. So you can prevent that by stretching and doing rolling? I mean, that one in particular you can prevent from not being 350 pounds and <laughs> running. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like, when it comes to that particular injury, there's tons of, like, exercises, like picking up, picking up a towel with your toes, strengthening the area of foot. Mm. So you're preparing it for the activity it's going to be en- enduring. Yeah. If you're a runner and you're putting that weight through your foot, that force going from your foot every step you take, mm-hmm. you've got to prepare it for that. Yeah, I used to take the... Um the freeze a plastic ball of water mm-hmm. and then put it under the foot and roll it. Yeah, yeah. It felt so good. I can imagine, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I used to do that with a little cross ball. Yeah, yeah. Just roll. Mm. And that's the thing, too. There's, there's two different types. There's preemptive and then there's you know reactive, right? Yeah. There's recovering from an injury after it happens. There's doing things to stop it. Mm. So let me ask you, Jordan, how did you end up in Canada? Uh, my girlfriend's from Thunder Bay. Ah, yeah. okay. So when did you move? Two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Wow. So two years ago. That was like just pre-pandemic, just, right? Just pre-pandemic. You had enough time to get here, <laughs> <laughs> buy a house, Shit. make all the commitments, and then start the application process, and then just to send it off. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It delayed things a lot. Mm, yeah, because everything's backed up, I guess. Yeah, and that they closed the offices. Everything's done slowly, remotely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What so you made that call to come over here for a new just kind change, of life, right? Just a change, yeah. I yeah. think I've been to Canada a few times and visited and liked it here. 
I enjoyed it in England and Cambridge, but it's nice to try something different. And mm. yeah, it seemed like a good opportunity. Obviously, even even after COVID, actually, it was still better to be here. Um, Back home was not great during COVID either. So UK, yeah, know that boo Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't go didn't go great. Yeah, Lucas has a very strong political uh, uh, leaning against Boris Johnson. No mindset. Oh. I just opinion. Yeah, I just find it hilarious. He's a disheveled oh, yeah. human being. He's a and he's a leader. He's a buffoon. He has been. I mean, he's been a walking meme since he was mayor of London. So. I mean, he's no, uh, no, uh, not Rob Doug Ford. That's the one. Although they're on the a Rob similar trajectory, like yeah. they are kind of the same in a lot. Yeah, of ways. He just hasn't got hot smoking crack in the uh, <laughs> in the Toronto <laughs> subway still, yet. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Good. That's yeah. that's good. But we covered this. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I'll be here all night. <laughs> And you know, was it a big move for you? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work to move. I mean, I mean, you know, too. But it's just one of those that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. And mm. yeah. Well, for you, the language was there, right? Mm, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. You, you <laughs> more. Yeah. Like I could imagine you were like more comfortable with that. There's still a barrier, though. Is there's it? Still, there's an understanding barrier. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, the slang is a little different. Yeah, and even just, I think if you're not, I don't know, you wouldn't. If you're not expecting someone to talk with an accent, then maybe mm. the first sentence they say takes you off guard. And you're not quite. Okay. So yeah. you like you have a hard time understanding me? No, no, no. I have a hard time being understood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. I understand you perfectly. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me a little while to adjust. You know, mm. if I talk to somebody else who has an accent, I'm like, hmm. Well, the weird thing is when I hear an English accent now. I'm not expect it doesn't click to me straight away that it's. Oh. Are you losing your accent? I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't know. Maybe a no. little bit. Okay. Maybe I changed my vocabulary a lot to talk. Yeah, like Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Say it all the time. <laughs> well, little things, right? Like not my chips or whatever. Mm, yeah, that's right. Because or I gotta put on my pants. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, mm. pants. Yeah. Do you have a, like um, a painting of the Queen? Of course, yeah. yeah that's you have good. to, yeah. Yeah, that's a proper to maintain thing, right? your passport. You have to, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I respect that very much. God save the queen. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like you know so ancient and so involved. <laughs> no one in the UK cares about the queen. No, no. Okay, <laughs> no. It's a, it's, it's a very much Canadian thing. Too. It's a, it's cra actually that's one thing that did surprise me when I was in. It's crazy in line in really? superstore or whatever, and you see them all the magazines. It's like Meghan Markle speaks out about mm. whatever. It's. It's crazy. It's maybe maybe Meghan Markle's a bigger one in the UK, but in terms of the average, like the general Queen stuff, well, it's not as big of a thing. It's a tourism thing. Huh. Even in Germany, like when Di Diana—that's mm. how we would say her name—but it's probably Diane or Diana. Yeah, yeah, Diana. When she died in that tunnel, it was like on the news. Yeah. It was like a, the huge, the most imp not impressive, but like newsbreaker yeah. story ever. It was a big thing. Back I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's that's what I mean. Even here. I guarantee you, if you go to the grocery store right now, mm. there's a magazine that's got something about Diana. 100%. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. The longevity of that, of that kind of thing, and not just her, but just the royal family in general mm. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, when Princess Di actually passed away, I remember like friends of, or my friends' moms would like be grieving about it. Yeah. Just like, they're across the ocean. Why uh, do you give a shit? I think my mum might have some like newspaper clippings <laughs> that she's like kept from mm -hmm. that time mm -hmm. period. Like she, They were fully invested. That was a big, big deal. Yeah. So you think that's changing now? I just think that was, I think she was kind of a, 
she was a little bit separate from the royal family as a whole. Mm. I don't think she was quite the norm. Maybe she wasn't the traditional yeah. kind of princess or whatever. So I think maybe that kind of linked her to the people a little bit more. Ah. But in terms of like an every, like the queen is very much separate from. Same with like why Harry was popular because he was a bit of a black sheep. Mm. You know? Harry Helicopter pilot, showing yeah. up naked everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live in my dreams. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my pants head. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. So I've been to Brighton. Yeah. We, 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 I went to London. Mm-hmm. I tried to get into that wax museum. Madden Two Swords. Yeah, yeah. It was like super lineup. I don't remember. I don't think we went in. And then um, saw the saw the Buckingham Palace. Mm. Sure, right? Check that off. Yeah, London Bridge, Tower Bridge. Uh, I think the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then I spent some time in the park right by by the river there. Yeah, Hyde Park, maybe. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. It's I have good rem- memories. That was actually a good trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Brighton's a cool place too. Yeah, good fish and chips. I have good fish and chips. Right Very, on the sea. Uh, mm-hmm. I love fish and chips, and it comes in a bag. Yeah, yeah, it's the or best thing in newspaper. Yeah, yeah, it's the best thing. Salt and vinegar on top. No, no, I'm yes. not a vinegar guy. No. Are you a vinegar guy? In that situation, yeah. if I was if I was in Brighton with fish and chips, it would be, but yeah. not in like an everyday. Mm. I feel like if you get fries here and ask for vinegar, then <laughs> you're not getting it. I know where you're from. <laughs> Lisa really likes uh, vinegar chips, and you know what? That's so cool. Well, as we were saying before we start, curry sauce, that's mm. that's the real one. The curry sausage? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. curry sauce. Oh, curry, curry sausage, sauce. David. Yeah, you should look it up, Lucas, and pull that up. Curry. I don't need to look it up. He can <laughs> tell you all about it right now. You know about the curry sausage? I do know about curry sausage. It's a Berlin staple. Okay, it's a Berlin staple. So we have deep fried sausage, like deep fried that goes with your fish and chips. Oh. Which is equally as bad is it i think so i don't in think good, i've experienced that no no, no. So they just they feel like you know the batter they cook the fish in mm-hmm. they just get a, a cooked sausage interesting do the same thing throw it in there yeah so like a deep fried pickle yeah exactly in a, in a way just the yeah. sausage or if you go up north to newcastle they'll do the same thing with a mars bar oh mars bar, fried mars bar yeah. wow. you go even further north they'll do it with haggis <laughs> <laughs> see it's a myth that our food is bad it's clearly pretty good so yeah. yeah, well, it's the it's the Scots, the yeah. Scots that gave you a bad reputation, deep frying everything. Yeah, they, they who mean. comes up with that though? Like, who fries the Mars bar? Is it like by accident you dropped it in? Doesn't it just like disintegrate? Desperate times, I guess. Mm. If they, if deep frying is your only form of cooking, then Bring get it from the go. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you can deep fry turkey too. Have you yeah. ever done that? Yeah. For I have a deep fried turkey with like jalapenos under the skin and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's spicy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But that doesn't feel as greasy and something like deep doing it to a Mars bar or a sausage is like an extra level. Yeah, I don't know. I would just think the the chocolate bar would just like be super fluid. You gotta be quick. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey's does a deep fried Mars bar. Like Do they? Thirty yeah. seconds. It uh, can't be long, I guess, for it to have any. Oh, it's probably like a minute, not even. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. <laughs> like it's you had it. It's yeah. Nice. They've, they've had it since like. 2011. A Mars bar? A Mars bar. This sounds like a It even says it all on the on the menu. Hmm. Really? Let me pull that up. Oh, that you pull up, but no curry sausage. <laughs> no, because I can tell you all about that off the top of my head. You had it? You've been to Germany? Uh, I have been to Germany. Wow. You never told me. Is there but a German? I've never been to Berlin for the OG This could curry. be it, by the way. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. White out, sleeping giant brewery. Mm-hmm. Is there a German like grocery store here or someone that has German food in there? The bread yes. store, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. They just changed location about a couple of years ago. 
they are now where that high school used to be, and there's apartments in it, mm. which doesn't narrow no, down at all. It's right beside it. Well, it's a corner of it's high, high street. And high street, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're looking at Kelsey's here. Yeah, I'm going to start ordering now. I'm okay. pretty curious about this now. Desserts? They want to know our location. Uh, Just allow. Thunder <laughs> Bay. Mm. Okay. You might have Kelsey's delivered to the podcast. Let's get yeah. the Mars bars in. Well, we can't do that. We we, we got pizza here already. Oh. Uh, safe order? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it, they got, removed it. Taken off wasn't popular. Mm. Shocking. guess so. Mm. Disappointing. Yeah. Is yeah. it though? So you put a you you pick a Mars bar over a Snickers, I guess. I'm more of a Snickers guy myself. Yeah, Snickers all the way yeah. to the W. Bit more substantial. Yeah, I like those commercials too. They're just so classic. The Snickers one. Yeah, yeah. Do you have much? Do you have a lot of American commercials back home? No, but we had this show on TV that showed American commercials, oh. and there was this guy who would always stretch on the cliff somewhere in mm. California. And he would eat a Mars bar, mm. and he would push the other cars off because he th- he thought he would help them. Yeah, <laughs> dope. I don't think we can play this on the podcast and we get flagged. But it's kind of strange how much like American stuff we got in other countries. You know, like when we mo- if you move somewhere to like North America, but we're very familiar with a lot of those things already, like yeah. built in. It's the opposite, you know. In Europe, you want to be like American, and if you're in America, you want to be like Europe. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Like the marketing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we had everything, like all the TV shows. I mean, we had English stuff, but all the TV shows really mm. American stuff. Yeah. And... Did they voice over it? <laughs> 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 like I'm fascinated by that. No. Would they do that for no. the UK? No, but. I've watched shows here which are very heavily subtitled that are from the UK mm-hmm. being played here, subtitled, you know? Okay. Which I understand. I get that. Yeah. A lot of, some of the accents are hard to... They do that in Germany, obviously. Yeah. They, they dub over, which is always very strange. It never yeah. quite works, does it? We have a German Will Smith. Like, he does every Will Smith movie in the history of the universe. He voices over that movie. That's a good gig. Man. Is his uh, name Wilhelm? <laughs> Wilhelm Smith? <laughs> That's him. Look him oh. up. <laughs> That's such a niche. No, it's such not, a it's niche not. job to get. Is that the same for every? Like, do they, with the big actors, is there just one guy that would do that? Except Arnold. Oh, okay. Arnold does his own. That's good, actually. Yeah, he does his own because he 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 can. What about David Hasselhoff? He's back in Germany. Yeah. Holy shit! Revival. I don't know, man. Black. Is it the Black Rider yeah. or the Black Night Rider? The, the fascination the, or the perceived German fascination with David Hasselhoff is I amazing. Can, I don't understand. It. Wasn't he singing when the Berlin Wall yes. was taken down? Incredible. Yeah, y- yes. And he's in commercials, yeah. like where the wind blows and his hair is just like, whoo, yeah. And he sells you some cell phone contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But he's only big there, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had Baywatch, right? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, maybe. SpongeBob movie. I don't know. Maybe sometimes. You hit those goals in a way, I guess. I guess he's German origins, right? Is he? Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff? Yeah, I thought he was German. Mm, maybe? Like he's yeah. dual citizen? I'm going to pull that up. <laughs> I don't know. Let's oh, see. American actor? Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. How old is he now? 60? 52? Later. Holy. 69. 69. He's 70 years old. Born in Baltimore. 
Okay. Well, he's not German then. Nope. No. Unless But it's that secret, like... Does he speak German? Maryland. Did he sing in German? Maybe. I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, good for him. I don't know. He even he's has... found his niche, yeah. Yeah. He even grew a fucking mustache. <laughs> he's looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Hoff. He still has hair. Yeah. It's impressive. Hmm. All right. So you moved here. Still a big adjustment for you, you know, pre-pandemic. And then before you know it, it was March. There was not much time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I found you on Instagram. I think, you know, and actually Kevin, I think he shared something of your content. Mm -hmm. And I followed you because I'm I'm all about motivation and like personal training. And I connected with what you, you were putting out there on Instagram. And I found you on Facebook now, too. You have a page. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so what's the name all about? Hartford. So Hart is, I'm from Watford, Hertfordshire. Oh. Uh, and the crest for that county is a heart, which is the old name for a stag. Oh. So that's kind of... Okay. That's, down ah, that because that's the artwork then as well. Yeah. That's the heart. I like that. Mm. You hunt? Do I hunt? Yeah. Not yet, but I want to when I can. Okay. Yeah. How would you do it? How? Yeah. Mm, Bow? Mm, I'll probably start with rifle. Mm-hmm. But bow does interest me. Yes. But there's a learning curve. The learning curve is much greater. Mm-hmm. It's it's not easier. No. Yeah. I think I would enjoy the, the discipline aspect of of hunting with the bow. Mm-hmm. Um, you could sure. pull 90 pounds too. I would try. You would. I'd enjoy it. Yeah. It'd be good. And just the and just the learning the technique I think would be fun. Because mm-hmm. shooting is re- is straightforward enough. Yeah, you get you have this little visor thing, and you you balance it right. Yeah, twenty, forty, sixty yards or whatever, yeah. and then you just you you try to do the, your best. You're not shooting the deer from very far most of the time. You got a good you got a good rifle and a good scope. Then with the rifle, yeah. yeah. But if you're if you're if you're with a bow, then as a whole, another it's a different yeah. game. But I would like the the food. I would like it for the food mainly. So yeah, I, I think so too. Do you hunt? I want to. I got, I'm going to go next year. With bow, rifle? Bow. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to do for, for like, licensing purposes for that? Do you have to do any sort of safety stuff? Yeah, just... I did the um, Ontario Hunters Education Course and Examination. Okay. It's online, 60 bucks. Uh, it's, like, it takes you a couple of days right. if you, like, do it part-time like I did. And then uh, with that, you're good. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not a... I don't know. I don't want to butcher it again, but I think a crossbow, you need a special permit. Crossbow doesn't interest me very much. It's just like a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got a bow and stuff? Like, are you practicing? No, it's on the list. Mm -hmm. I need to, like, it's an investment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're not cheap, are they, them compound bows? Yeah, I want to make, like, I think 70 pounds would be good enough for me. I don't need to go, like, 90. Like, for the first bow, just to, like, you know, you, you practice, you get used to it, you use it, and then... If it sticks around, you you can still upgrade it later. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. And you're not shooting from from range at that that point too, right? Like you're keeping things pretty close. Uh yeah. I would have to find a place to practice. Maybe somewhere in the country where somebody lives. Yeah. You know, set up the decoys, like yeah. decoy, like the artificial deer, whatever, and then do what you do. That's a hard one to take. Like taking a shot for your first time with a bow would be a strange... Like on an actual animal, mm-hmm. that'd be tough. I, I believe so. Just the pressure. And the, the... Yes, because it's like you don't... You want to do right. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you're shooting with a rifle, you can you can trust the, the bullets and the go with that scope is pointed at. When you're with a bow, there's so many variables. Windy. Yeah. Yeah. 
distance range yeah everything yeah i guess you and then plus sometimes you don't even get the shot yeah because you know you out there with a couple guys i would always do go with a couple people mm. and then maybe your positioning in that matter of second or two three seconds is not the right one so yeah, or even friends. your state of mind like yeah Maybe you gave that deer moose a name and now it's just like, I can't shoot Charles for whatever fucking reason. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Jeff Morley says malt vinegar is so important on fish and chips. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Malt I, vinegar. You're not doing it properly unless you try it like that, at least. Yeah. That's I, the authentic way of doing it. The malt vinegar? Yeah. yeah. And he says curry wurst is amazing too. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, my dad once, sorry, dad, he went to McDonald's and he wanted, he ordered chicken nuggets. And he wanted curry sauce. We were in BC, somewhere between Kalina and Banff, on driving. Mm -hmm. And then he insisted to get curry sausage. And he told them that they have it, that he bought it before. <laughs> <laughs> But he just used the words wrong, right? So that happened. And then he, got, he eventually he got the curry sauce. But, you know, there was, there was confusion a little bit. What what words did he use? Like he just described it wrong? He used curry sausage oh. for curry sauce. Right. Yeah. yeah so it, I can it, see that. It's so easy to mix those words up. Yeah. Definitely. Are you actually going to look up curry sausage now? I'm looking up curry worst, which is... Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like a... It's a, it's a sauce that you put on... Yeah, you read it out. <clears throat> <clears throat> Currywurst is a fast food dish of German origin consisting of steamed and fried pork sausage cut into bite-sized chunks and seasoned with curry ketchup, a sauce based on spiced ketchup or tomato paste topped with curry powder or a ready-made ketchup seasoning with curry and other spices. Wikipedia. Word or wow, that's an inventor too. Hertha. I can't read that name. Hertha Hoiva. Hoiva. There we go. Wow. She invented the curry sausage. That's an achievement. It is. Yes. See, the, it's the microwave part you were talking about, which is the yeah. the catch. That sounds like it's not good. You, yeah, but it's good. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, you do cheat meals, or are you very like? You no, are, no. You're having a beer tonight, so yeah. I like to have. Yeah. I like to eat. I yeah. like to eat a lot, and I think you have to have a little bit of flexibility. I think so too. And you can. You can get away with that. I think you should enjoy life. Yeah. Yes. I think some people that works to be. If you're in a competition, if you're trying to compete, 100%. maybe then you'd be a little stricter. But mm -hmm. I think if you don't enjoy things, have food you like, drink yeah. when you want to drink, like you need to find a way of doing that. That's why I run, so I yeah. can drink my beer. Yeah. Right? My whiteout. Guilt-free. It feels good. Did you run today? I didn't. No, I took, the, I took yesterday and today off because I got this like done yesterday. Nice. So uh, it's like, it's tender. It's okay. It doesn't hurt as much. Like tattoo do, tattooing doesn't hurt if it's not on the head. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Yeah. It's like, this was like, this was good. It was, this, I was closed my eyes. I meditated. I had a good time. But, you know, so I was, I was like thinking I'm going to go in and it's going to hurt as hell again. But then it was like good. The head was the worst one. Oh my god! Yeah. Compared to the hand and the little arm here. Well, but I always had the elbows the bad or the ribs. Uh, yeah, the ribs I hurt too. Mm. Ribs aren't that bad. Huh? Yeah, I fell asleep during my ribs and then woke up in excruciating pain because I like slept off all the adrenaline. Mm. Mm. But it only it was like the last fifteen minutes, so it was all okay. good. The head is a different level then. Yeah, yeah, it's so close to your ear too. 
It's yeah. just there. How long did it take? In, how long did that one take in your head? An hour. An hour. Yeah, he rushed. Like he not he didn't rush it, but he did. He he pushed it to his beautiful performance, and he done it. But you know, he needed to do it because eventually you're done. Yeah. Because you, I I'm only able to take so much. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but he did it. He did it. And this was this was like this was three hours. Mm. So like oh wow yeah. So that's like the difference between that is amazing. Yeah. I and guess if you know there's only so much someone can take. You've got to be... You know when your client is breathing hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can only last maybe five hours. Yeah. Like, four and a half was my longest. Mm. Now I was kind of, like, feeling, like, a little tired. I probably yeah. could have gone another half hour, but... It's just a grind, isn't it? It's like a, right. it like a long-distance run. Like, you get to that point where you just have to push through and just kind of meditate. Not meditate, but you know when you get in that rhythm of just kind of breathing yeah. through it and you kind of zone out a little bit? Yeah, you anticipate the next one, you breathe through it, you're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like when you take breaks in between. You know, you I like complete it, and I know I'm like I can push through it. Mm. I think if you take a break, it's got to be like a few days. Ah, oh, okay. Like you do it in sections, right? Yeah. Did you do that one in one? Uh, no, it's like two or three. Okay. I think, yeah, there was two, and then a little few little touch ups. But yeah, then maybe the, the lines first, and then shaded. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. which is like the lines are not as painful as the shading no it's the, the inside of the arm shading was just the the bicep does yeah. it go all the way up into your uh, armpit mm, just goes up into there oh you got lucky wow yeah. but still stopped it yeah stopped before the armpit it wasn't necessary yeah the armpit <laughs> armpit hurts yeah what? yeah i got it like right like uh, right in here yeah it's, it's not fun it's, it's the worst yeah it's the worst it's the curry verse <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I think this is all pretty. Like this area is not too bad. No, mm. pretty standard. That's good. Yeah. Wait, how old were you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Wow. Ten years ago. That's crazy. It's a decade old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to trust that you're making a good decision at nineteen. Yeah, I was. I was not in that position when I was nineteen. What did you? When did you get yours? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> not a good position. Then. <laughs> Today, I was. Yesterday, I was in a good position. What about, feel, the, what about the head tattoo? Though? The head tattoo was last year in December. Okay. Yeah, which was good too. Like I grew up in an environment where you know you, I was not educated, but like grown up to like tattoos, and you know whoever told me this was like just the best of. They had the best things in my mind, but mm. like I think perception changed, and nowadays tattoos are more acceptable than ever before. Yeah, actually, one thing like, there's a lot less tattoos here than there are back home. Like back home, everyone oh, wow. has tattoos. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which isn't maybe the perception people have of England. Mm. They think of it as like a posh. Yeah. Like definitely. Yeah. That's what I thought. You lived in Peterborough, so you know that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of tattoos there. I'm that's sure. where Lucas definitely. got his tattoos done. Is it? Nope. No. Oh. Actually, I got my tattoos done in Peterborough. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, look at that. Small world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for those that don't know, I used to live in England for six months in Peterborough. Mm-hmm. Show yourself. No. <laughs> That's why we have this camera for you. There you go. Hi. I know. I thought this was just my nipple cam. <laughs> well, you have a sweater on. Yeah. I, I failed today. Mm. That's all right. Six months in Peterborough? Though? Six months on London Road. On London Road. On London Road. Oh, so you were at the stadium then? Pretty much, like I lived maybe two blocks yeah. north. It's a nice little, nice little place to be. Oh yeah, isn't it awesome that you always know them when they score? Yeah, you just yeah. know. You don't even have to watch. It's just oh, there's and you know goal. when Millwall's playing. Yeah, that's true. Was yeah, I guess it's kind of Millwall's kind of close enough that it's almost a derby too. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of rivalry there. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
That's like, I'm not too sure, like, on the history, but, like, I know no one in that city liked Millwall. No one likes Millwall apart from Millwall. True. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. They're not a likable team. Wow. Or fan base. Man. Ever? All, always? They've always been very, mm. very backward. They've, yeah. they've not caught up to the times. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. And still around. Is there? Yeah, mm. that's the one. If you want to have one example of hooliganism that's still in English football, then ah, okay. Millwall's the place to wow. to go. Okay, very old school. Is that done in Germany now? Is that over? Mostly, I don't think it's ever over. No, I think it's always around, but maybe not as public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know, it's all. There's always you can always take things to the next level. Yeah, yeah. I think it's around, but it's like you. They are very on it now. If there's violence, it's you get. You get banished, 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 and yeah, yeah, it's done, over. You yeah. can't go into the stadium anymore. If they have like lifetime bans and stuff, they that, do have that now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, which is pretty fair. That's crazy, yeah. and you know, for what it's the danger is there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now you, 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 you came up with this idea, right? You can you uh, during the pandemic, you you. You obviously you must have been always big in business for fitness, because look at you. And then you you also have this workouts delivered to your door. Yeah. So once you could once we could train outside, then yeah, I'd go to those houses and train from there. Bring equipment in the car, and then mm-hmm. that was a good way of doing it. Just kind of working around gym being closed. As I said, when I moved here, I intended them training pretty early on. But as soon as the work permit came through, but of course, as soon as I applied, then. COVID happened and yeah. gyms are shut down, as you know, and it was just a case of trying to do what you can do in that time. Yeah, and physical exercise is so important, right? It is, yeah, it it's, is, especially during that time as well. You know, you want to stay healthy and mm-hmm. be active and you didn't have the means to do so. Yeah, Some people have stuff at home. I think here too, there's a there's also a lot of people that have the room to have somewhat of a home set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have a bit of a gym in your basement or something. So yeah. if you can go there and you can bring a few things and that allows you to work out and have a good workout and consistent yeah. one, then... Yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, there was even like some like privately owned gyms that like let out equipment. That's yep. what one of my gyms did is yeah. let out equipment so you can still do your online classes like with jujitsu. We gave out dummies mm-hmm. so you can participate in the live stream and yeah. had to be creative. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. reinvent really. Yeah, mm. it was it was strange. I mean, I think everyone got sick of the kind of body weight workouts at home like trying to find stuff to do everyone was buying bands and equipment was hard to get hold of so yeah yeah just yeah. ordered a bunch and then did it that way yeah do you so what do you prefer do you prefer body weight exercise uh i like it um i like calisthenic stuff too mm. um but i like to mix it all yeah. kind of together I like a bit of strength strength training as a foundation and then uh, incorporate other things in there how much do you train per day uh, like how long mm-hmm. uh i train my actual workouts in the gym is about an hour Okay. Um, but I try and be pretty concise with that hour. Yeah. And then add other things too. Have a dog that I'm walking all the time and uh, those other aspects. Yeah. So, like, if you say half an uh, hour spent in the gym, so that means like 30 minutes active time? Uh, or a little, more, little bit more if I can be. Yeah. Yeah. It so just depends. I mean, it depends on the day. It depends on the kind of the goal at that time. Um, because you train too, right? Yeah. 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 So it's it's all just dependent. But as I said too, when I've played sport and stuff, it would that would change things a lot as well. This is the first time in my adult life that I've been training just in the gym and haven't had that outlet of like a you're not training for a specific sport or something, you know? Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. And it's also getting used to kind of 
trying to do something and trying to train with that being your goal is in the gym. Mm. That's a different kind of feeling to knowing that you're working in the gym to work towards something external. I understand that. When I went to you, when I went to the gym excessively after our firstborn was born and you know Lisa was at home and I had this like I had this opportunity in the morning where I could go a little bit earlier I sneak out at the house at 4 30 and get to the gym and then be at work at by seven yeah I was living in the country so long drive and it was really good you know I, I sit in that boardroom there's a meeting and then I'm telling myself fuck I'm like, like I'm awake mm, I agree <laughs> I think that morning time that's when I train as well yeah and sometimes it It sucks and your alarm goes off, but if you get up and you do it and you get there, yeah. you, it's done. You just have to get up. You just yeah. have to get out of that bed. Yeah, and it's the, you start your day well, and you know too, like when you're driving there, mm -hmm. there aren't many cars on the road. It's dark out. You see the northern lights. Yeah, you yeah. know that you're you're working. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that feels good too. It does feel good. Mm. I oh. love training in the morning, but that's the hardest part is just waking up. You have to just. It's like. It's like jumping in the water when it's cold. You have to just yeah. get up and... Yeah. Is it waking up or is it getting out of bed? It's getting out of bed. I think so too. Yeah. Especially yeah. especially here when you... It's not just that. It's getting up and shoveling the car, shoveling yeah. the driveway, getting the True. snow off the car. I feel better if I sleep less. Like if I sleep longer than six hours. Yeah. Like last week I had to... I had a day where I had to crunch it and it was like five hours and I jumped out of bed and I felt good. Mm -hmm. You know what... If you sleep, if I sleep too long, seven, seven and a half, eight hours, I'm, I just, I can't do it. You feel lethargic and tired? And I feel just like, ah, this is not yeah. it. It's amazing how you think you have to sleep seven hours, but if you push yourself and you sleep like six and you get out of bed, it's actually, I feel better. But this might be just me. There's also the thing, there's also the mental side of knowing that you've, you've taken time out of that sleep time mm -hmm. to get something done. Okay. If you're training there and you're knowing that you could be in bed right now, but what do you what's the reward from from sleeping those extra two hours as opposed to yeah. what you've done in the two hours at the gym or mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a balance. Although sometimes I think people could do with more sleep. But. What I hate most is like, I'll wake up like six o'clock all ready to go. and just like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep till eight. And then I get in those two extra hours and then I wake up at eight o'clock. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have fucking done that. <laughs> you got to just get up and just do it. Yeah. I think the, the key is for me is having everything laid out ready. So you get up and, Your clothes are arranged. Your shoes are by the door. Everything you get everything to, to go. Ready, yeah. Your coffee's like prepared beforehand or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, so everything. you just get up and then yeah. and you're done. You go. And you, also when you see those people in the gym that are also there at 4.30 or 5.00, yeah. you, you all know. You're like, yeah, yeah. fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you again. Yeah. No, th this is very right. We had this, like for this one year I've been there, you know, you, you, you know, The regulars, mm -hmm. you know who shows up every day at a certain time. You don't know their name, but you know them when you see them. Yeah, some know. You know some. Yeah. You're like, hey, I know you. I used to work with you. What gym do you go to? I went to Movardi for that year. Okay. Yeah, because it was I worked at the Valhalla, mm -hmm. and they had a shower right. because it was just so easy. It was right across the road. Where do you go now? At home. Are you trying at home? Yeah. Do you like it more? Uh, I do, but it's very specific on me because. I would I miss the complete equipment, mm. but I, it, here it gives me the flexibility because I'm a dad. I have the kids are here. Lisa's yeah. here. We do a podcast. I work full time. Yeah. It's just like I have an hour. I I can get it done. Yeah, yeah. But it makes it harder if you if you can if you can be at home. You can get your training session done. It's a lot smoother. Yeah, but it's not as I think the variety is limited. 
What do you have? Like a like a squat rack, power rack kind of thing? Yeah, I have a I, I have one outside, yeah. And that's like but I still need to get one of those Olympic lift bars. Because I only have like the I bought one at Sport Check and I I find out the hard way it doesn't fit on the oh. it doesn't fit on the on the rack. What are you gonna do in the winter then? What am I gonna do? Is it the outside setup? I'm gonna do, yeah. You gonna train outside? Yeah. Nice. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, just put that jacket on. Yeah. It's heavier than two. It's true. Squat jacket. <laughs> 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 Might as well fill your pockets with curry sauce just for yeah, yeah. Extra put, weight. Put those on and nuke them after. Amen. <laughs> That's a good post workout meal, I'm sure. Yeah, even if your boots on too, everything is everything is harder. But it's also like it's a challenge, and you know you warm up outside. Yeah, I've run in like I have run outside in minus twenty two with windshield minus thirty thirty six. Mm. The shoes are the shits. They freeze up. They like solid concrete but you can do it the lungs are able to do it supposedly and i yeah. felt okay same as snowshoeing or something too you can be active outdoors but it's the thing for me is when you start at, you start training you start running whatever and you get hot and you're sweat it's a weird feeling yeah. it's strange to adapt to being that cold and then getting warm on it yeah snow shows up on your pants yeah because it's just like the water comes through and then it's just or it's in ice. your beard like the ice oh in your my beard. god yeah, yeah. terrible i, w- I wore a balaclava though yeah yeah I just, the eyes popped out. Yeah. And people still would honk at me. Like I was on the road and people honk at me. Like, what the, what the fuck are you doing on the road? <laughs> I'm running, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Get out and run with me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what? what are you using your legs for pedaling that gas? The only trouble I had was like this initial warm up. You have to be really careful with your feet and your hands. Slipping, right? Like knees blown out, like sort of things. But like freezing the fingers and the toes. Yeah. It took me like 10 minutes and then I knew if I was dressed properly because then you warm up. What about mobility? Like are you able to move when you're running in that stuff? Yeah. 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 I guess you don't have to wear too much because you're moving. No, I had like thermal underwear stuff on, like yeah. long sleeve shirt and everything has to breathe. Mm. If it contains too much water, you... Breeze up. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's intense. Game. It's game over. That's good effort. It was nice. You know, you wait till noon, one o'clock, because you know then it's the warmest, and then you go out there. Yeah. Even walking the dog in the winter is tough here. It is. You, know, you got to just deal with that mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah, for you, it's a difference too, right? Oh, yeah. Because you you didn't grow up with this kind of weather. No, just rain. Yeah. Just wet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wet and gray. Yeah. It's not I, the same. We have a little bit of snow when it comes to a stand. You, you know, if you were there for winter time. Yep. A <laughs> little bit of snow and everything just stops. I, I remember that bright and rain. It was just like this rain that slowly soaks you completely through. Yeah, that's the bright experience right there. It's beautiful. Yeah, I remember it snowed. It was like uh, November and it like was like the first snowfall in Peterborough and like the city stopped. Yeah. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Cars are like sliding down the hills. Yeah. It's like, this is just like a normal Tuesday afternoon for me. That is true. Yeah, we're just cool. not built for it at all. Yeah. Like the vehicles aren't built for it. The, like yeah. and tires and yeah. people don't know how to drive in the snow. We do not know how to drive in the snow. <clears throat> no, it's a mostly rear wheel drive, is it? Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of kind of smaller cars. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, not as many trucks, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, no, there's no trucks in Germany. A lot of roundabouts. I miss roundabouts. We have one now. We have oh, two. Gonna, there's one two? at Marina. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Count that one in. Check check. Let's <laughs> go check them out. I miss them. Roundabouts are easy. Yeah. It's the double roundabout. The triple roundabouts are the problem. Yeah. You have them kind of connected. You have to start linking them together. And I like it, though. I it's like it, too. Traffic flows. Yeah, it's way better. better yeah. It's better than stop signs. I agree. Stop signs are like a... 
I'm still getting used to stop. I, I do them, but I'm still getting used to stop. Sign. It's still strange to me, the stop sign. Yeah. Yeah, do you have like uh, an inkling to drive on the other side of the road still? Or? How sad. Yeah. Actually, it, it's not the driving. It's the get I've, a few times, even recently, I get in the wrong side of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, the, it's just it's that habit, isn't it? You yeah. walk into your car, you unlock it, you get in the car, and then you're like, I'm, sat, I'm yeah. sat in the passenger seat. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a week to get used to like not driving on the left-hand yeah. side. Mm-hmm. But the but like getting cars, in, I was still always getting in on the same side as I always would. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. But it's even, as long as, yeah, but it's, it's when you're driving, you kind of get used to, I still want to rest my right arm on the mm-hmm. window. But, you know, yeah, you get used to it. But I think when there are cars on the road, it's not too bad. It's when the it's when the roads are empty. That's when you're gonna. Oh, then you're like, where am I? For the first, yes. <laughs> the first few times, I think you are very conscious of everything. Yeah, like a little different. Did you drive manual back home? I, I didn't, but it was just yeah. a case of just imagine that because oh. then you would have to shift with the other hand now. Yeah, the pedals are the same at least. Okay. If they change the clutch around, then that'd be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Clutch is always further to the left. Yeah. Brake in the middle and gas on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, if it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Even just getting used to the snow is a different thing. Like driving in the snow is is different. Mm. Yeah. Are you lefty or righty on the foot for I, soccer? Left. You are lefty. Yeah. Ooh, that's rare, eh? My right foot's just standing on. Wow, yeah. that's good. So you, do you play here at all? Because I haven't yet because everything's been closed the whole time I've been here, really. Because they have an outside league, right? Yeah. I think it just wrapped up. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was going to get involved in that in some capacity but just been too busy with work but mm. hopefully soon i'd like to yeah i would like to play again for sure yeah did you play i used to play one outdoor season and a couple indoor yeah you stopped there i were yeah because i got it got hurt you know yeah. i played for fun but it's people take it very competitive yeah it's like to an extreme and you know i find the soccer and this might have changed but i found the soccer here in town was very physical mm-hmm. yes and i'm i'm more like I, for me, soccer is almost like a non-contact sport. You're more like a technician, an artist. <sighs> that, 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 yeah, I don't know, but a it's Lampard. like <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I. What is it when you 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 slide in slide tackle? I do mm-hmm. slide tackle, yeah. sure. But like, if I, I wouldn't body check you off the field. Yeah, that let that happen to me. Yeah, and I had, like I'm wearing contacts right now, but I had glasses on. My glasses flew away, <laughs> and I was past a guy on the left wing because I'm a runner. Mm-hmm. And he just, he didn't even go for the ball. He body checked me off the field. Okay. He got a yellow card. My whole team was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he got a yellow card and I was gone. Did you feel pressure to be good because you're German? No. No? Oh, no. Okay. No. That's it. I was always better in practice. Oh, you struggled in the games? Yeah. Mm, pressure? It's, it's like a mental thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's different. Game day is different. It is. Yeah. You have to have that mindset. But that's the same as what we talked about shooting that bow. Uh-huh. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, so I got to practice. Yeah. yeah. Practice is never the same. It's true. Then the situ- actual situation, yeah. 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 I think I want to do... I don't think, you know, I would love to do like a bear hunt for the first time, but I think it's just going to be deer, probably. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Start with deer and then work your way up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to fry some potatoes in bear oil. <laughs> 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 Sounds greasy. Have you got that, that meat eater book? Man, yeah. The cookbook? I haven't not, but it's you have it? No, but I heard about it. If I was content, I would. Yeah, I watched the show. The show's good. Yeah, those baked potatoes or like mm. potatoes in the pan, you fry them up with bear oil. Yeah, I'd do that. That podcast is good too. 
Okay. You listen to that? No, I should. Yeah, we've got a good podcast. You do a podcast too, right? Yeah, soccer one, football yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But it's very niche about Watford FC. That's okay. Yeah. But I do that once or once or twice a week. It's beautiful. Yeah, I yep. enjoy it. Is that with your friends back home? Or? Yeah, it is. So scheduling is a little bit strange at times. Six hours? Yeah, yeah five hours most of the time. Uh, sometimes okay. six. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good. So you like in the middle of the night? Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a week, if I can get like a day on the weekend or something and yeah. try and meet around then. Yeah. We we should put that in the links below. You oh, know, yeah. people can yeah. check yeah. it out. There's any, any Watford fans down there that want to listen. Well, you, you made know. one out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck one, Peterborough. The posh, whatever you call yourselves posh, now. Yeah, you're a hornet now. Yep. <laughs> as long as it's not Millwall. No. no, it's not. All right. And if people want to get to, you know, personal training, that's... Also, of the many things you do, workouts delivered to your door, training plans, nutrition plans. Yeah, and I train at Industrial Athletics in Westport too. Yes. Yeah. So you can get in contact for, um, I've got my details on the Instagram page. Yeah, you put that below in the later on in the in the description once we're done that. And then people can find you mm-hmm. and f- hit you up. For sure. I like that. You seem, you know, I like... The way you are, you know, I, I can connect with you. I feel like you're, you you know what you're doing while I talk to you. And it's just like, I see results and, you know, it's it's awesome. You should come down for a session. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you do cold water therapy? Yeah, um, I have done in the past. Not actively now, but I know it's a, I know it's a big thing. Yeah. I, do, I do enjoy it when I've done it. Okay, so if I, you know, you should come with us out to cold therapy, then, yeah, because we're gonna jump in the lakes. Sure, yeah. let's do it. All right, in the middle of winter. Yeah, that's when you do it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always jump in like uh, middle of April. Mm. Go right into. Do you do the superior. whole like hot sauna and then go into the cold? No, I just, just go, go right into the Superior. <sighs> I don't know. And then I walk back to my car. <laughs> <laughs> and put the air conditioner on. No, and then I try and cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm frozen. Yeah, exactly. You're not panically when you get in that. that well, I, I get that immediate like rush of like, <gasps> yeah, trying to breathe. But it's just all like in your head. Mostly, do you go for I time? Think. Like, do you try and stay in there for a long time, or do you? Uh, well, this what, year nobody I can did, see you. By the way, yeah, this year I did uh, twenty seconds, like four times. Oh, you do like sets? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen people do. They like, record themselves do. 20 minutes half an hour just sat in the in the ice water and see how long they can last yeah mm. i mean after a while you get used to it so it's not as bad but that initial shock is it's a killer yeah and it hurts too that's it's painful to be in there for a long time yeah it literally takes your breath away we used to do um we used to do like the after practice we'd have the like the bins like the big dust bins for the ice water and you'd stand in there and sit in there for a while <laughs> that's the worst part of the day yeah yeah but it works though you feel good afterwards yeah i call shower now yeah, awesome. you do. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. It's a mental game, right? You just have to do it. Yeah, and you get used to it too. Then you go under the shower and it's hot, and you're like, "Shit, what is this?" Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Hot. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucas is uh, has a busy night tonight. We are a little bit over the hour. I'm gonna cut this off, Jordan. Yeah. I truly appreciate you being here tonight, and we, yeah, this was a good time. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the the beer. You want to check out your podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. And please, I appreciate you being here, John. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, I'm going to take us off the air.